this is Adria. Welcome to Look Out for Joy. We have been taking a sneak peek into my journal. I hope that you're enjoying this walk down memory lane. I want to share with you the sibling side of having a brother or a sister. Many of you listening probably have a brother or a sister. And you remember when they came into the world? Maybe you don't remember, but maybe you remember growing up and playing with them. Oftentimes, whenever I talk with someone who has a special needs child, who has also another child, I like to ask them how the sibling is doing with the special needs child, because it always has an impact on the family's life, the sibling's life, because if your child has pretty acute medical needs, it does take away time from the other kids. And you have to really work on focusing your time and giving time to the children who don't have the special needs, who um are doing their daily routine while you're trying to take care of your other child that needs a little more focused attention. So I always like to ask people that, and I've gotten a lot of different responses, but all in all, most of the time, the kids, they do not even see anything wrong with their sibling. They just carry on because they don't see all that stuff. They just see that as another person, another human in their life. And they look beyond those special medical concerns. And I really think that our world would be a different place if people would look beyond some of the things that's going on in people's lives and look into the eyes of other people and just see them as a human. One of the things from day one is we were very concerned about Katie and making sure she was taken care of, especially in the first three months that Blake was in the hospital. We wanted to make sure that someone was taking care of her uh, if we had to be in Dallas. We had so many people that helped us. As I was reading through this journal, so many names that honestly, I would leave them out if I listed all of, tried to list all of them, but I want to list a few of them for now. So Miss Patsy Harris, she uh, came over one day and took care of Katie, picked her up for Mother's Day out. Katie loved her chips and ham and cheese. So Patsy went and picked up Katie's favorite ham and cheese, her favorite potato chips, and ice cream sandwiches. She also bought her some stickers, which I thought was fun. Patsy took very special care of Katie and made sure that her needs were met. Patsy was a special lady. She had lost her husband in a tractor accident. We walked with her through that time. It was a very sad time for so many people because it was so unexpected. She definitely, Patsy, is a source of encouragement. 
Um, and then we had Janice and Lewis Ingram. They were like the great grandparents and they always took Katie and they had a bedroom just for her and at their house and they would keep her for several days if we needed them to. Kenneth and Onita Short were some other great grandparents that took care of Katie and they would watch her and let her spend the night or whatever we needed because our family lived out of town in Kentucky. So we needed that extra support. And so we had so many people that surrounded us, so many people that would take Katie for a day or two and then others would take her for several days in a row. And we could rest assured that she was taken care of. We didn't have to worry about her and her needs. She was having a blast because she had the focused attention of all of these people that were watching her. But one particular day, we were able to allow Katie to go up to the hospital to see her brother for the first time ever, not just in a picture, but like in real life person. So we had to drive her to Dallas after school one day. She was super excited. We stopped and got her. She was into Polly Pockets at that time. <laughs> if y'all are familiar with that, we still have a lot of those, most of those Polly Pockets. They're probably collectors now, but uh, we have a bunch of those in the little clothes. And sometimes Katie likes to come over and get those out and play with them. But we stopped and got her a little Polly Pocket kit and she played with that. But she was so fidgety in the back seat because she was so anxious to see her brother for the first time. And of course, Eric and I were concerned about her coming into the NICU and, um, just what her first impressions would be of her baby brother. Of course, when we went into the uh, neonatal ICU unit, we had to all scrub in. We had to use these little soapy scrubber things at these um, wash centers before you go in and you had to scrub from your hands all the way up to your elbows and scrub for so many minutes, then dry your hands off and make sure your clothes were clean. And we made sure that a lot of Blake's um, tubings and monitor things were covered up just so it wouldn't scare her because she was five years old at the time. And so we didn't know what she would see at first how it would affect her. So we tried to cover up as many things as possible. And then so she could just see his beautiful face. She came and scrubbed in and she thought that was exciting to get to do use all the bubbles and scrubbing and get all nice and clean. So we walked in to the NICU and her eyes were just rapidly looking around trying to see where her new baby brother Blake was. We were allowed 30 minutes. And so she took every minute and soaked up every second. She got to hold him. She smiled and kissed his face and small hands as she sat in this recliner. She actually, at one time during a visit, she got to give him a sponge bath, and she so enjoyed that. She wasn't phased by the monitors or the cords hooked up to him or any of the sounds. I just remember her sitting there in that chair, and she said, oh, 
he's so cute. And she just kept saying it over and over. Joy and love filled her eyes as she looked at her brother. Isn't God like that? He sees beyond all of our weaknesses and problems, and he loves us just because of who we are. We're his children, and he wants to be close to us, just like Katie wanted to be close to her brother, and she wanted to just look at him and spend time with him. When we were able to bring Blake home, Katie would come home from school and we would tell her because you've been out with other kids all day playing. We want you when you come in the house to take your shoes off, change your clothes into some clean clothes and wash your face and hands the best that you possibly can. And then you can come in and see Blake, your brother. So every day she would get off that bus and she would run as fast as she could and she would change and wash her hands and face and run into Blake's room to see him. And he would get so excited. His eyes would light up and they would smile at each other and laugh and play with toys and just have the best time. What is a special memory that you have from visiting a family or a friend? How did it make you feel? Name that person. And maybe even write them a thank you note or a note of just how special they are to you. Who's somebody you get excited to see if you haven't seen them in a while? Do you get excited about spending time with God, just like Katie did with her brother? Do you run and open up your Bible every day? and read his word? Do you go to him eagerly in prayer, thanking him for everything he's done in your life, and then asking him for those needs that you have? Proverbs 8, 30 through 31 says, then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world and delighting in mankind. Do we rejoice in the presence of God? Do we rejoice at the whole world that he created and also mankind, your friends, your family? Do we rejoice and celebrate them? What people encourage you? Just like all of these people that helped us with Katie, they encouraged us. They inspired us. I felt like I owed so much to them and that a thank you note or just a general thank you wasn't enough. But you know what? Those people told me time and time again that it was a blessing to them. And sometimes when people do want to help us, we need to allow them to help us because they get to receive a blessing. God is going to bless them for taking care of you, reaching out and helping you with the needs that you have. They're not doing it to receive a reward or a thank you or a special crown in heaven, 
they're doing it because that's what they feel called to do at that moment. And so sometimes when I'm around people and others are wanting to bless them and they might be saying, oh no, don't worry about that. You don't have to do that. Sometimes I pull them aside and say, you know what? You need to let people bless you. That is more of a blessing to them because they get to help you. And when people view it like that, it often allows them to just relax and accept the gift and thank them and know that they are being blessed. And then the people that are giving are being blessed, probably far beyond what the recipient is being blessed. I know for me that my heart was so joyful because so many people helped us. And many times I just felt like that my heart couldn't get any bigger because of the love that people were showing us. Think about those special people in your life who have reached out and helped you when you needed that and thank them and just maybe even write a little short story of how they have blessed your life. I hope that you all will be on the lookout for joy and don't forget Spend time with the creator. He is waiting.